some pictures come out with the beer, and you're like, oh, got it. Hey guys, what's going on? What's going on, chaps? Old blokes and everything in between. What's going on, guys? Yeah. This is the big one. Episode 150. Halfway to 300. Can't wait. What's going on, guys? So I want to do something a little bit different this week. Don't have like my regular schedule or anything. I just have something uh, a little different. I kind of just I wanted to talk about where I've come from in the craft beer world, and that sounds crazy. It sounds dumb, um, but it's something that I want to look back on, see where I started, and see how things have changed. And it's uh, you know it, you you can picture craft beer is just something you drink to get drunk or just something that's just um casual whatever but i think for me something a little bit more um which is like uh, it's, it's kind of lame but uh i don't know maybe maybe some of you guys could um kind of know what i'm talking about kind of like um i can't think of the word but just so this isn't a completely boring episode, I figured I'd bring in a friend, wife of the show, Jess. Friend first, wife second. Yeah. It really took a lot for me to keep my mouth shut through that whole thing. Yeah, I know. There's a lot I wanted to say. I know. I So I, I used a note, the notes app for this show um, and uh, emailed it to myself and Jess got a hold of it before we started it's talking. Written, it could be like like a poem about craft beer. In the it, craft beer world. I mean, it, it's in bullet points. It's not really like... I, there is a rhyme, so... Well, some of the words I just put in there because I didn't know what to think. Like, I was... I just spit... I spit all this within 20 minutes and I... I just... Yeah, so I'm not going to read it word for word. I might read some of it word for you, word. No, you don't have to. So. <laughs> but one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is one of the beers that I had in a recent trip to Michigan brings me back to my roots brings me back to where i started and makes me think of uh the simplicity of uh craft beer so that is a beer from seeds brewing with a z that's right that could uh really make some people unhappy that it's seeds with a z but uh, i learned a little bit about it and i guess the owner of the brewery his name translates to seeds um in i think german maybe and it starts with the z so then that's why he put a z on the end so that was kind of cool but yeah this guy he's from the michigan from the um southeast part of michigan and wanted to start a brewery i guess he was working in chicago and uh, they've only been open for a little bit, but uh, definitely an interesting story about this place. They really focus on foam, 
on the top of beer. I guess they slow pour the beers and get a nice head of foam on it. It looks like it's like whipped cream. It is. It's very neat, but like, is that not the worst part of a beer? If it's, I mean, if it's done right like that, I thought it, I thought it was really cool. It, yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't splash it off the top of my beer. Did you? Did you really? I don't know. I'm not gonna confirm nor deny. You weren't drunk. There then. were some people in our group that did that. They like flicked it off. Just went like right across the top of the glass, like see a foam. Hmm. Okay. I'm glad I didn't see that. Uh, Jess, what are you drinking? Um, well, I honestly, remember I wanted that at the brewery and you were like, well, I'm going to get a four pack of it. And I still haven't had one. Um, I'm going to have the shorts brew psychedelic cat grass. This is very hard to read. Triple dry hopped American India pale ale. Cause apparently this is my favorite beer style now. I'm not saying that sarcastically. Like I genuinely like think I am starting to like. IPAs. IPAs. And it's funny because I'm starting, I feel like I'm starting to, I always say that I'm starting to back away from like the double dry hop, double IPAs and stuff. But then I always like find myself just gravitating towards them. I, so at Seeds I had this pale ale. That's a good foam. <laughs> Jesus. But like the, the that, that's just like a crappy pour foam. Like the foam that they had yeah, was I know. like I know it was like they had a frother, coffee yeah, frother, yeah, and they just put it right was. on top. But anyways, this pale ale I had there was just it reminded me on how that's like what I started drinking was pale ales. But then again, I went on their Untapped and it said it was an IPA. I was like, well, what the hell? But it wasn't hazy or anything, and it just brought me back. I'm like, all right, this is I I really enjoyed it. Jess, you're going to need to take a picture of my beer. Okay. Sideways picture. You could have cleaned out your uh, um, work area here. My work area. Yes, your work area. So this beer is actually a little bit hazy. It's got spelt. It says spelt and oat pale ale. So it was like... This is my kind of beer. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while Nick is just really caught up in this beer, I'd like no, no, to no, no, maybe... No, 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 no. We don't have to... No, no, I'd like to maybe start this conversation uh, off. So Nick, originally, he wanted to talk about his craft beer growth chart. I don't know. And, like, how things have changed. And I was like, so you're just going to, like, talk to yourself about this. And I said, why don't I, like, kind of interview you? So I think that's what we're going to try to do here, right? Yeah, I guess what you could do is maybe based on say Nick's what I cued, put on there. I'm gonna interview you based on what you want to say. Okay, so. that's I mean that's how most interviews go for like famous people. I mean, you are Nick of drinking in the dugout. Yeah, let me take a drink of this. Cheers. Oh, it's so good. Jess, I'm allowed to try it now. Mm. Good stuff. That All is right. fan. I, I don't. I, I'm trying to tell what the flavor is in this that really knocks my socks off. But it Your is. Socks are still on. Oh, they're getting looser. All right, Jess, team you up. Um. All right. First things first. Here, beer 
is not beer, just beer to you. It seems to be a lot more. Like a craft. Yeah. So, okay. So. <laughs> you like the idea of someone making something for you and then giving it to you. Yeah. So that's that was my like first idea of craft beer. Is it's that. It's a piece of art. Yeah. It, okay. Is that all in the first couple <laughs> points? That's in the first couple. All right. So, yeah. So when I think of craft, craft beer, I think of someone like me that wants to make a beer and give it to people. And when. I drink it, I, I think of that, and I think of the person that made this, and the person that's proud of it, and the person that brings it, like, brings it to you, gives you this, and is just like, ah, what do you think? And I think, I think craft beer is more of, like, a personal level, and I think that's why I like going, so this is probably another bullet point of mine, but I like going to breweries to have it, because most of the time I do compliment whoever's serving me their beer. I don't, like, the bar back or the bartender doesn't give, give really care that I say, like, this is a really good beer. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're like, oh, okay, cool. Great. Glad you like it. But it's just like, when you get it straight from the source, it's 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 fresh. It's very fresh. Typical. Well, I mean. Are you talking about like cow's milk or beer? I'm debating on kicking her out. <laughs> but it's, it, there's that connection that you have. It's different. If you go to like a brew pub, like it's not like if you go to a restaurant that has something on tap okay i'd rather have it on tap at the brewery and just feel and get the whole feel for it um when you have that beer because when you like when you have a beer at a brewery you don't have a can to go with it to to give you artwork to like kind of like give you a piece of the brewery and represent them you you're at say you're at willie's and you have a just targeted Say you're Willie's and you have a craft beer from some brewery, some local brewery. When you're drinking it, you're taking in the surroundings you're at right there. But if you're don't if you're drinking it at the brewery, then you are taking in the vibes that are there as well, and you get the full feel for that beer. You know what I mean? Fair. I mean, but... so if I had that Seeds Pale Ale at a brew pub or at a restaurant or something like that, I'd be like, oh, it's a decent beer. But I had it there with the foam and stuff, with the typical the specific glassware that they wanted and i was at their brewery like chilling outside and stuff like it just it was they're able when you have it at a brewery you're able to control the environment of where people are going to enjoy that beer that's very fair but that's not to say that you can't enjoy it anywhere else no i know but it just it's different when it's at a brewery yeah well i think you guys have talked a lot about like when you have a beer and like the whole like, you like checking things in on a tap, taking the picture, so you can, like, remember where you were, what yeah. you were doing, who was with you when yeah. you had that beer. And that could be fun at other places besides breweries, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it definitely can. But I think having it at a brewery gives you the best example of what the brewer wants. If your kids are behaving that day. If your freaking kids are behaving that day. <laughs> and then... Um, you tend to ask very, like, direct questions to these people that may or may not know the answer. Like, if you have a question about the beer, you're like, I read this on your website. And, like, they don't know. Like, they're just pouring the beer. Yeah. But you like to know the story behind it. Well, that's, like, on, like, cans. Or if I read a description of a beer or something, um, even on, like, on, on Untapped, you can read a little bit about it. And there's, like, some, like, I know, like, Burial puts, like, a little novel with each beer. And sometimes that makes me want to get that beer. I mean, 
usually it'll give you like flavor profiles of some sort so you can start to figure out like what you like about it but when especially when there is like an artwork that goes with the can or if like there's this can from land grant that had some really cool artwork and i think it was called like it was like transcontinental divide or something and it was like two ships and it was like two styles that were meeting each other and land grant's artwork is just it's phenomenal and i wanted that beer because of everything that went through it and because of the possibility of me taking a picture of that beer as well um speaking of land grant speaking of land grant, you have um they give out like those baseball cards right with their beers oh, and uh you talk here about seeking out a specific beer like a baseball card like mm-hmm. the hunt of it mm-hmm that's absolutely it. I mean, especially when you see, like, certain bottle shops around Cincinnati that get in a beer, you want you you want to go get that beer because, like, you you know the brewery or you know you look up the grades and see it all on top. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that's like here, and you can just go buy it. But or you see the artwork on the can, and it's like this is really cool. It's almost like the thrill of going to get that beer, and then. Just like wanting to just... Then you want to take a picture of it because you collected it. Like, if you just drink the beer, don't even check it in. Like, you just have like a personal memory of some sort of that beer. That's enough for some people. But it is. But I like to take a picture of it and then like... like, And then maybe... Compare ratings with your friends. Yeah. I, I like to take a picture of it and just... That's the whole... And then what glass am I drinking it out of as well? Because then you have to have a good glass to complement it so you can see the beer and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's, it's fun. It, it's, it's fun. And then, yeah. So the thrill of going collecting or going to a brewery that you've always wanted to go to and then bringing home cans or something. Um, especially something that you can't get in Cincinnati or being able to get beer delivered and stuff and it's just the whole beer delivery has really been a blessing i mean there's one good thing to come out of the pandemic besides your child like being able to get burial is my favorite tasting beer and being able to get that whenever i want at a high price is really nice it's so cool i mean i I just i like that feed me yeah um well, I mean, I would maybe circle back because okay. we're on episode okay. 150. Yeah. Like, think about, like, your journey from episode one. How have things changed in the craft beer world, in, like, within your life, in oh. your, like, what do you got? So much has changed. I mean, when I first started this podcast, I was doing, I was, I listened to a lot of other beer podcasts. And there was, like, at the time, there's probably, like, four like four or five different Cincinnati beer bloggers. Um, and now there's like one or two. Um, Not the direction I was expecting it to go. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of the bloggers got like hired by breweries and stuff to be like social media, blah, blah, blah. But I remember I started with, I would try to sample two beers a show and talk a lot about sports and everything and blah, blah, blah. And um, stuck to a, a pretty good plan. But then kids came around and my time especially now like has gone out the door i mean 
It uh, I think the bo- both the boys are finally asleep. Well, maybe one is, and it is a slick nine thirty-five p.m. Um, it's just not. It's just not as easy to just sit down and do a podcast. And I mean, the time that we do have, like when the kids finally go to bed, is like we have to like go to sleep, go to sleep, clean up their mess, and our free. There's our hour of free time a day. And that's just the nature, and that's why it's just been a lot harder to record. That's why I haven't recorded in probably like a month. Um, but I definitely want to get to 150. Um, so yeah, even the brewery, I mean, there's been so many new breweries. I've been able to go to a lot of breweries that I didn't think I'd be able to go to. Um, I've been able to, like I said, I've been able to have a lot of, like, I'd, I didn't think I'd ever be able to get Treehouse unless there was some weird way I'd fall upon a can. And you found that weird way several times. Yeah, I guess I got my friends into craft beer more and more. Because <laughs> they're always the ones that are hooking me up. Um, but yeah, I. it's just the idea. Uh, just, yeah. Craft beer so is Someone might really... say you're having a beer and then sharing it with others to spread cheer. <laughs> There's the rhyme, everybody. I think so. That was the whole like wanting to start this is because I like had all these thoughts and I had all these like things that I wanted to like tell everyone. And instead of writing out like sending it in a group message or something, I I I just wanted to talk about things. And especially have to have people talk back at you. That's why you stop inviting me. I'm I'm usually just talking to myself in group chats anyways, so it's pretty much like I'm on a podcast. Um, But no, I. I wanted to try beers and then talk into the microphone. Like, I'm talking to, like, a bunch of different people. Like, oh, my God, this beer's so good. And then I'm trying to describe what it is so then other people could be like, oh, yeah, it sounds good. Like, it's like I'm drinking with, like, everyone, like, across the table from me. Like, that was the idea. And that's and that's also part of the fun of craft beer is when you have, like, a delicious beer, one of the – first things I want to do is like, all right, I need to get some of this and then share it. And like other people that like craft beer, I want them to like try this and see if they like it. And like, I just, when I give someone a beer and they really like it, like that is almost better than me actually liking that beer. It's like when I find you a beer and you like really like it, like that, that is uh great. I'm hard to please. I know, I know, jeez. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, um, yeah. Well, I will say that I feel like back in the day, it was, we would go to like the basic breweries, like the big name ones and like the, and I mean, Untapped has always been around as long as we've been drinking craft beer, right? Yeah. But like, I feel like it's a lot better now and you can find the the good beer better like over finding the good brewery like I know it's all important to you because you have all your rankings um (laughs) but and maybe you want to talk about your rankings a little bit I don't know but they uh I feel like the way you approach finding like if we go to a new city the way that you approach finding a brewery to go to like has changed yeah so I mean I think I talked about it in the last episode of like before even going to a place like looking at looking at a menu and seeing like what's there mm-hmm. like and even like breweries like if we were like debating on going to 50 West this weekend and I'm already I'm going to look at the tap list and if 
it doesn't look great, then it's like, eh, might not go. Go for the vibes. See, that's the thing. 50 West, you can go for the vibes. But if we want to go to, like, we should go to, like, Big Ash or something. Your parents keep hyping up Deadlow, which I've heard not great things about. But it seems like it could be, like, a Vibey place. casual, like... I think they had good beer, cheese, and pretzels, so that, that makes gonna sense. sell my That makes sense, then. They probably have, like, a, just, like, a good, like, lager or something, so... Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was funny this past weekend, um... Colin FaceTimed. We we were staying in two different houses in Michigan. And Colin FaceTimed us and or FaceTimed me and he was like, We're gonna go to this brewery in like fifteen minutes. If you wanna go, go, whatever. And I so I told Ben and Nick the name of the brewery and they both immediately pulled it up on untapped. And they were like, Oh my god, how did we miss this place? It has really good ratings. What how did we not see this place? And like I swear for the next like 30 minutes to an hour, Nick was just like mind boggled. He was like, I think I was looking at city centers. I think I was looking here. I, I don't know how I overlooked this place. Like they have really good ratings. They have really good beer. And it was just a really funny process. Yeah, because uh, they had like over a four. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I looked like, and then that's the thing. I, I think I looked at like the cities we were in and then I would like go on Google Maps and I would like search brewery and like click on some places and like because that's that's one way to look at it go on there and then see like the google like the, the google reviews and if it's the google reviews are shitty then it's like if it's like under a four three four two it's like i don't even usually look at the untapped but this transient had great reviews over a four on untapped I'm like what how in the god's name i would have easily taken us there yeah and uh page found it that vibes weren't there though in my opinion it was kind of rainy and their tap room left a lot to be desired but it, the beer was good it had my favorite type of table though oh the skinny standing the skinny standing table is the best thing that every single brewery should have or bar you don't need a giant table if you just want well, they like, don't have food there if they have food you need a giant table yeah but still i mean if you just want to like if you just want to like stand around and, I mean, all it was, it was so cool. It was just a bunch of two-by-fours together. It was, like, simply made, but it served a purpose to hold your beer and, like, so you can stand around. Like, it just, it didn't take up a lot of room. I just thought John Taffer would love it. <laughs> One of my, no, we went, so we went to another brewery after that. And it was very brew pubby. Um, we went for the vibes. They had the outdoor lights, the yeah. picnic tables, yeah. like... They were making that was they were a little COVIDy. You had to like yeah, you had to like sit, take him. It was it was. Um, but they had my favorite. They had the urinals that go to the floor. I I this is the first time hearing of that. I'm really I, happy I, that for you. I forgot. Happy. I wanted to mention to the table that well, that you also had to like walk a half mile to that. You didn't did. You? It was like all the way at the end of the building. But yeah, so I mean they built this building so they're able to build in these uh pissers that went to the ground but those are so cool i mean when you're at a pisser like usually there's like pee on the ground from dribbles at the end well why not just put the urinal going all the way to the ground and you won't have that genius just don't look at me like i understand that when you're done peeing you dribble unless you're Vinny and you you push your whole body out when you pee (laughs) little buddy does not want to get pee on himself but he always does um yeah, I mean, it just I just thought it was a great thing. So, I have a I think it's 108 breweries that 
in my brewery ranking sheet that I've been to, and Seeds ended up number eight. Surprising. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's like one of the first new breweries you've been to in a very long time. Um, no, we just went to a new one. We just went to... No, yeah, we haven't been to a new one in a while. I think the last new one we went to was probably in Nashville. Northern, no. Northern uh, Rebel Metal. Oh, we did go there. And Third Eye. Okay, I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lawson's is number two. I want to get back to Vermont so bad. Um, I, I didn't know that by the, like, the weekly asks to go back. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. This beer is so good. It's okay. Um, anything else that I, I would I think that's, let me kind of cover everything that you, that you wanted to yeah. talk about. Just, you know, seeing beer as a piece of art, mm-hmm. a craft even. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's someone that someone personally made and is like giving to you. But then there's some, I mean, I, th- I think there are some breweries that don't really embrace that, that are just putting something out there. I mean, obviously, every brewery is putting something out there to make money. But I think there's a lot of brewers that are very proud of what they're putting out. And that's what I, that's what I, I want to go to a place that really is passionate and really, like, is proud of what they're putting out. I'd rather have a... Is there, like, a formula to have, like, a successful brewery? Like, we've talked about the things that, like, every brewery has. Like, the big Jenga, the, like, I don't know, picnic table, whatever it is. Like, is there a formula out there that says, I have these, like, X, Y, and Z at a brewery and it's going to be successful? In my opinion? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. It seems like you kind of hate on those kinds of places. That are cookie cutter. The cookie and well, have basic beer. They just like tailor to your. Those are usually like common the, man. I always say those are like the old guys that instead of opening a bar, they want to open a brewery. And that's cool right now. They get like that one friend that homebrewed, and then they like. This was back like a few years ago. I was going to say this harder. is when we yeah. were talking about like, is the craft beer market saturated? And we said that like years ago, and here we are. Yeah. There's still more breweries opening than closing. Like I said, if if you want to be a common man brewery, you have to like open up a brewery in like a neighborhood that like people in the neighborhood are going to go to and just have a non-offensive beer and but then you can still like for example like Nine Giant, they're a neighborhood brewery but they're not a common man brewery. Like they're they have funky beers, they have progressive beers. So you can still open up like that kind of brewery in the neighborhood. I think that's really cool. Because I will say um I had no sour beers this weekend because none of the breweries that we went to. When I say none. I did. Silver Harbor. It's a kettle sour. It's like dodo. I didn't like those. It's like dodo. I know. I told you I don't like them. Why? I don't know. Anyways, I like the first place I we went to, I think it was Seeds. I was like, do you have any sours? And she was like, we don't do those. Like very dismissively. Like, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they're like they're like very German, blah blah blah, and um, but they and then I had a pilsner there was really good too. Like, I'm surprised she was, was she rude or just like? Um, well, I had to like scan the menu. Maybe she was just annoyed that I like asked after I looked at the menu. Should have thought been maybe like, I missed it. Should have been like, do you have something close to Bud Light? I would the, never. The trifecta. I would never. Um. 
the so you, you mentioned the perfect formula for a brewery though, and yes. that's that's really. Well, I know we've talked about this before because there are a lot some things that like some breweries do well, and like if you can combine them all together and make like one perfect brewery, like I, I'm sure you've thought a lot about this. There's different things from different places that you really like. See, the thing for me... I guess that's more about the brewery and the tap room than the beer. The thing for me is that I feel like if if I were to start a brewery, I would have to pick out the perfect place. The location. I, I wouldn't... The first thing I wouldn't do would be the beer. The first, first thing I would do is the location. Because you want... To bring people in to go to this tap room. I wouldn't pick like a warehouse. Unless there's something really cool about it. Like I wouldn't just like build a brand. I don't think I'd. You seem like a strip mall brewery kind of guy. Oh stop. <laughs> there's no, no way ever. Um, but I would want to make it like a destination destination of some sort. And then of course like the beer you have has to be like. I like have a lot of experimental beers. But then you would have to have a go-to easy beer, like a go-to easy lager of some sort that can make those people happy. And also when you're done drinking the heavier ones, you can go to that easy beer. But you, and you want, you, you need to name your beers. You can't just be like pale ale. Oh yeah. Somewhere we went and had that this weekend, didn't we? Um, I, oh, it was that Haymaker, Haymarket place. They had just blood orange, and people didn't like that because oh. they just didn't. Yeah, it's like Westside Brewing. They're, yeah, yeah. You gotta. Well, what happens when you have like different <clears throat> variations of that beer? Like, it needs a name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think some names are ridiculous, and I can't remember them. Like, yeah. I can't. I can't yeah, even come like up some with some of right the burial. Some of the burial names are ridiculous. Yeah, that's like a freaking sentence. Yeah, there's like other like evil. I think Evil Twin has some weird ones, but you want. You want to make your beer, like, its own character, basically. Um, by the way, Land Grant just put out a story that they're coming out with. The, they're, I guess they're bringing their baseball cards back, and they have, like, the rookie beers and stuff. I, I want to go to Columbus just to go to Land Grant yeah. just to get some baseball cards. Do you feel like they would ever expand to Cincinnati? Yes. I feel like some of the, some like of the Columbus brewery, like, platform and brew, I mean, brew. Beer, yeah. Yeah, well, they've like expanded down to Cincinnati. I yeah. feel like that's the move for Columbus is yeah. like breweries to come down to Cincinnati. Yeah, but it's just funny. I mean, that Land Grant doesn't have like it's not my favorite beer, but it's because they do that baseball card thing. Is that well, I, I want to say, go there. and every time you go there, you're going there for like a Blue Jackets game or for mm-hmm. like something fun. Like I'm sure it just has like that might be a good Vinny place to go to. They have a nice like big outdoor area now. That's another thing. Is Seeds was closed in. Yeah, and it's Nick like sees this in. place on this picture of it on Google, and it's a fenced-in grassy area. And Nick was like, "This is great for the kids." I was like, Nick, this is for dogs. No, there was dog poop. <laughs> uh, but but you it know, did it, work it well works. for the kids. <laughs> well, so in that article about seeds, I read it, that the guy said he wants like people to come with like a blanket and like sit down and like. Well, they had bring blankets. F- bring local food. Yeah, they they did. They had blankets to use. Yeah, because someone spilled a beer all over ours. We're just we were really who did that? Um, oh. We were really, uh, I think Leo did, actually. <laughs> I think someone wasn't watching their beer, and Leo may have knocked it over. That sounds right. Um, bringing kids to breweries right now is, it's something. We're those people. But 
we're those people. We're, we're respectful. We are. That's the biggest thing. Like, I think that people probably think that's okay. I, I would think that's okay. If somebody... And we're not there at 7, even like... We're gone by like 3 p.m. Yeah. Like we're yeah. not there. Yeah. Well, except that we did go at like 7 p.m. And like I'm not bringing my kid into like a very like non-family friendly pl- friendly place either. And and like, they're not taking up. We're not changing diapers on bar stools. Right. No. We're. <laughs> I think we're doing fine. <laughs> I think it's just because we've been around the craft beer. Like we've been around just. You've bad been on Reddit for too long. No. To hear all the cringy stories. Yeah. But we've been around like breweries that we've seen shitty people, and we don't want to be those people. I mean, it doesn't just apply to breweries. It just, like, applies to everywhere. Like, people that just let their kids, run, like, roam free. Like, like grocery when, stores and... Or, like, 10-year-old kids running through a sports bar playing tag. Where did that happen? Just, I feel like it's such a West Side thing. To bring your kids after a baseball game. Oh, I'm sure I was doing that. Parents get shit kid. drunk. Shit can drunk. At Willie's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's perfect. <laughs> get, kid, adults have beers and stuff, and the kids Playing run around play tag. I mean, they, that I, I did that, too. Yeah. I mean, you have, like, games like that. I mean, kids are going to play them. Arctic Thunder? I was playing the pinball machine. No one plays pinball, Nick. I was playing pinball. It no was, one uh, plays pinball. It was like a rescue thing. I remember that. I remember I put money into the cigarette machine because I thought it was a, a cash dispenser or, like, a dispenser. I was one of those weirdos that got money for games, and I'd go, like, put them in the quarter machines and get prizes. Yeah, we know. You still are. <laughs> I knew. Of and like, I think you instill that in Vinny because every time we go to Skyline. That was only once. That was when we walked in and walked out. Yeah. I think that's well, all I got. That's all you had. Yeah. I was here. Um, you enjoy telling stories on a podcast when you wish you were enjoying a beer with everyone in person. I really do. Now that we can't see everybody, especially this past year. I know yeah. you haven't podcasted as much this past year, but... Yeah. Like, being able to, like, feel like you're chatting with your buddies. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I wish I was... Just... Yeah. Be nice. Hang out and chill beers and... Yeah. A well, beer. you have chill done that beer. recently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, when? Like, I don't know. Like, three weeks ago at our house. Three weeks ago. It's too long. It needs to be every night. Every night. Yeah. Then. Um... Sports updates. Uh, Italy Italy won points. the Euro, which is freaking sweet. Um, yeah, that was all happening. The game was also happening yeah. in the middle of the. Wow, this brewery! How could we have missed this brewery? How in the yeah, world? I know it was and like going to a shootout and going to a shootout, and they didn't have service in the car. And we went though. I mean, I could have been like drama. a big loser and didn't go. I'm so glad we went. Um, yeah, FCC is coming around. Reds are looking fun. Uh, can't wait for Bearcats football. Bearcats basketball is coming around. Um, it's exciting time. Olympics are coming up too. Uh, episode 151. Uh, it, this was hard. It's getting harder to podcast. It is. Why? Because you don't have the content or because you just don't enjoy it? No, no. I, I enjoy it. It's just the time. It's just like, end of the night, like, I don't know. I I don't, I don't want them to be like emergency episodes. Maybe you should wake up in the morning and do it. Have a beer? Yeah. Just like 7 a.m. on a Thursday. 
That's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll do that next shows. No, I I got this. Saturday mornings, wake up early. You got soccer on in the background. Soccer's over now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Watch soccer in the morning during soccer season, and yeah. you can just sit there and have a beer. Or coffee. Maybe I'll do a, a morning episode one time. Yeah. Let's be serious. You don't wake up before, like, 9 o'clock. Mm-mm. No. Bullshit. I wake up at 7.30 with the boys. During the week because you have to go to work. The weekends, too. Okay. Sometimes you let me sleep We're in. We're not getting into this. Sometimes you let me sleep in. Cheers. Cheers. To 150. Cheers. I remember being a big hater of this at the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, you really going to do that? No one's listening to it. And even if no one is still listening to it, which I don't know what your ratings are. I don't see the numbers. I do know we're not generating any revenue from this yet, but I'm glad that you have it for you and your friends and your listeners and followers. And do you have like a name for your like your fans? No, I don't. That seems like the next step. One fifty one. The Duggars. No, <laughs> that's not good. Um. No. I, I don't know. Yeah. You gotta think about it. Maybe people. Maybe they. Maybe the people. Yeah. yeah. Tweet at us. Instagram us. Yeah. Do you have a way? To, do you have a way for your followers to get a hold of you, like an oh, email? Yeah. yeah. Like, like drinking in the dugout, though. Uh, I think I shot them towards Macabruso on, on oh, Mac Instagram. Bruso. Okay. Or an Untapped. All right, come at us with with the name of the followers. I did have a blog. See, that was another thing in the beginning is I had a blog spot. And I was going to post everything, and the first probably like. 50 something episodes i had artwork with every episode and i would make a oh that took forever yeah i i when i started out i was like mixing things i was putting splicing things together like the intro outro making artwork and just it just took forever i mean that was before we had children you had the time and now it's now i just have to get on the computer and pop it on when i'm done um Here's to 150 more. I can't believe you were such a hater when I first started. I mean, I just like didn't see the need for it, but you're like, remember that meme I sent this week? It was like you turn 30 and like you pick either, like a guy feels like he has to pick a hobby, either craft beer or smoking meat. And you chose both. Couldn't choose. Like you're just a man of hobbies. Yeah, there's also that meme you sent of, like, the Rugrats. Baba, you don't need new hobbies. Or, like, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was like, a long time ago. But you don't. You got a lot going on, man. Sorry, I'm just trying to fulfill my life. I won't take that personally that I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> you have hobbies. <laughs> I just don't call you out for it. Your hobbies are just very, like, obvious and, like, time-consuming and expensive. Cough. <clears throat> $150 longboard. <coughs> Cough. I enjoy that. <laughs> but I she guess. brought on vacation to go on our gravel road. <laughs> I went on the trail. The head sticks on it. Head sticks on the <laughs> Damn it. I tried though. All right. Um, this was fun. Thanks for inviting me. All right. Our thanks, mar- for uh, allowing- thanks for listening to our marriage woes. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Again, thank you for listening, guys. It just turns into 
a marriage podcast. We tried that. We did? Yeah, Bedtime Beers, episode one. That wasn't a marriage podcast. I still have it saved. I should okay. just post it. No way. <laughs> no way. Still need to get you another microphone. That's when she gets real. I don't do that till episode 200. That's how I know you're 50 serious. 50 to go. 150 and I'm not serious? Nope, not serious. Hmm. Right. Merch. Then I know you're serious. Merch. Headbands. <laughs> you love headbands. <laughs> They're simple and fun. Alright. This is great. I will not ask Jessica to do the outro because she hates those and says that she will not come back on an episode she has to do another outro so i will be sure not to ever do that again you guys take it easy i'm not doing it